Hello, good morning from where you're listening from. It's my hope and prayer God has kept you in good health and faith. To be anchored to the Lord is our today's topic. If you're my follower and listen to my Wednesday preparation sermon, I described an anchor as a metal substance that has its end curved to form a hook and it's fastened to a thick rope or a chain. The anchor is responsible for, fee, for ship balance, deceleration or stop when the sea misbehaves. And so what it means to be anchored to the Lord is depending on Him to provide you with the balance, deceleration or stop when life is difficult or gives you a heavy blow. You know, as I was reading the book of Torah, there's this phrase Moses keeps telling the people when they bring their cases to him. He used to tell them, be still and let me inquire from the Lord. And that taught me, to ins- it taught me the essence of being still, not making rational decisions because of a challenge. And so today, even as I speak on being anchored to the Lord, there are these two rather conflicting and contradictory stories when is during Israel's journey to the promised land and they reached the desert of Paran which was now closer to Canaan and Moses sends 12 spies to go check the land and bring report. They come back and 10 give bad report about the land comparing themselves to locusts unlike the Anak's descendants who are giants. With them, they, are, they had good fruits, they got there, and even confessed of the land being fertile. And with this, they filled all the others with hopelessness that they grumbled against Moses, saying, If only we had died in Egypt, or in this desert, why is the Lord bringing us to this land only to let us fall by the sword? Our wives and children will be taken as plunder. Would it not be better for us to go back to Egypt? Uh, that I was reading in Numbers 14, 2-3. And in verse 4, they continued by saying to each other, We should choose a leader to go back to Egypt. And out of the twelve, only Joshua and Caleb encouraged their brethren and even tore their clothes to, together with Moses and Aaron to intercede for the people to God. But uh, God couldn't listen and punish them by claiming not one of them will enter the promised land except Joshua and Caleb. And when Moses told them that, (coughs) uh, they realized their mistake. They took up arms and marched to fight the Amalekites and Canaanites. That was the next morning. And Moses warns them, uh, but they still do. And the Bible records in Numbers 14.46, Then the Amalekites and Canaanites who lived in the hill country came down and attacked them and beat them down all the way to Homer. You see, in this story, I want to to mark that these were the people of of God and they had done one mistake which they were willing to repent but but went to war, not anchored to him and the result was a loss. Our second story comes from 1 Kings chapter 20, which is a story about King Ahab of Israel, who was at war with King Benadad of Syria, and they fought twice. 
first time at the hill country outside uh, Samaria and King Ahab following what the prophet had told him beat Benadad that he flees on horseback and afterwards when Benadad couldn't concede defeat and his advisers tell him in 1 Kings 20:23 that uh, their gods are gods of the hills that's why we, they were strong but if we fight them on the plains surely we will be stronger than they and so they assembled at a plain called Aphek and also the their king Ahab after following the prophet's decree defeats him uh, he defeats Benadad the second time and this time Benadad runs to hide in an inner room in one of the city's houses the prophet's advice was like this and it's in chapter uh, chapter 20 verse 28 that he says This is what the Lord says because the Arameans think the Lord is a god of the hills and not the god of the valleys I will deliver this verse tummy into your hands and you will know that I am the Lord This is a story uh this has a strange distinction from the first story I have just told you and the distinction is that if you know Ahab's story he never humbled himself to God and through him he turned israelites the whole of israel from worshiping god to baal worshiping this was through his wife who the bible records as the wicked of all solomon was described as the wisest this jezebel was the wickedest <laughs> that is if they say any phrase as the wickedest he was the wicked of all humankind that has ever lived yet the lord leads, leads them to victory the first story these are the people of god who know him and fellowship with him but out of doing things without him azanka fail the second these are people who are far from the lord but are anchored to him and they get victory and so my encouragement this morning is for you my listener to be anchored to the lord be fastened to him with with your full armor be the man the woman the boy the girl of Psalms 13 that says those that are anchored to God are like trees planted by the water streams which yields its fruits in season and whose leaf does not wither whatever he does prosper thank you and uh, god bless you and uh, if you would like to support my ministry you can do so through giving through the mpesa till 5305141 or through the number 0114056373 and god will richly bless you thank you and have a blessed week ahead